Hey everyone, and welcome to the New Visionary Podcast, a podcast for artists who are ready to reach greater heights in their art careers. I'm your host, Victoria J. Fry, founder of Visionary Art Collective and New Visionary Magazine. Join me for inspiring conversations with some of the most inspirational visionaries in today's art world. Let's jump in. Welcome back and happy new year. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's already 2023. Where did the time go? I feel like last year just flew by, but it was a really beautiful year. And I believe that this year is also going to be an incredible and, you know, maybe even a life changing year for some of us. Who knows? Anything is possible. I always feel very excited at the beginning of the new year. Like there's this sense of just endless possibilities. You know, it feels very much like going up to a blank canvas and creating whatever you want. And so I'm I'm particularly enthusiastic right now, as you might be able to tell. Uh, but truly, I feel like January is a beautiful time because even though we are in kind of the thick of the winter months here on the East Coast, which can certainly be challenging, there's just so much to look forward to. There's so much that's going to happen and unfold for us this year. So I feel just truly excited and grateful for another year on this beautiful planet. Um, And I'm really, really looking forward to season two as well, because we have so many incredible guests joining us. I cannot wait to share these episodes with you. We have um, authors and artists and creative entrepreneurs and educators. We have so many incredible people. It's going to be a wonderful season. And I think we're all going to get a lot of inspiration and motivation from these upcoming conversations. But for today's episode, I wanted to share a solo episode with you where I'm just really going to be sharing some things that are on my mind that I think might be helpful for you, especially in terms of like getting in the best mindset for this year. Because I do think that at the start of a new year, we really need to think about what we want to accomplish, why we want to accomplish those goals, and how we can make them happen. I talked a little bit about this in the last episode of season one, but I have a few more strategies and exercises and just things that I wanted to share with you today that are all kind of connected to, you know, making our dreams happen. And there's so much we want to do this year. I'm sure you all have so many wonderful things that you are hoping to accomplish this year and that you will accomplish this year. It's just a matter of making sure that you're in the right mindset. It takes a little bit of work. (laughs) I think personally, it's a daily, um, I wouldn't say battle, but it's, it's a daily practice. There we go. It is a daily practice to be in a really good, healthy mindset so that you can attract all of these beautiful things. And so the first thing I want to chat with you about today is this idea of manifestation and how we can really use the art of manifestation as a tool. 
And so when I refer to manifestation, I really just mean like calling into existence the things that we want to achieve in this life. And I have a really great strategy for doing this. And it's a little bit of visualization, but it's also aligning with the energy of what you want to attract. So it goes like this. If you take a moment and you can do this now, or if you are on the go while you're listening to this, it is something to maybe save for later. But I recommend doing this when you have a few quiet moments to yourself. Just close your eyes and imagine for a second that it is the end of 2023. It is December of 2023. And you're looking back on this year, thinking about all of the things that you achieved and accomplished. And what's really important when you're doing this is to try and feel that sense of accomplishment. You know, I think that when we imagine these things happening as if they've already happened, it helps to increase the likelihood of, you know, those goals getting accomplished, those dreams coming true because we're kind of, again, like aligning with that energy. So when you close your eyes and you think back to everything that you did this year and you kind of like pretend that they, that those things already happened, really just take a moment to think about how proud you are of yourself. So if you are an artist who wants to sell more artwork this year, or if you want to exhibit more work or expand your collector base, you know, perhaps you want your paintings or your artworks to just fall into the hands of people who really connect with the work you're creating. Imagine that that has already happened and really try to visualize those collectors. Try to visualize yourself standing in a beautiful gallery with your paintings on the walls. You know, how does that feel? And the more specific you can be with your visualization and the more you can really tap into that energy of what, what it feels like and how proud you are of yourself for making that happen. Um, you know, it's, it's, again, it's increasing the energy towards this, this actually coming true. And it's really, really a powerful tool. I would encourage you to try it. It's something that I do myself at the start of every year, but it's also an exercise that I do with the artists who I work with in my group programs and in my one-on-one -on -one programs. So I would, you know, I would recommend it. The power of manifestation and the power of visualization is really, really incredible. The next thing I want to chat with you about is developing healthy habits this year. I touched on this briefly in the last episode when I spoke about creating a really powerful morning routine because that, you know, for me, that has actually become a habit, um, waking up every day and going for a run or a walk and just connecting with nature that has become a habit now, but it takes time for, for those habits to form. But, you know, we really do need to look at our habits because we all have habits that, um, serve us really well. And we all have habits that do not serve us and are not very constructive. And it's just really, really important to be honest with yourself about 
areas of growth that you have and just ask yourself, like, what habits do I have on a daily basis that support my vision and help to propel me forward? And what are some habits that I just need to let go of because they're not really helpful? Um, You know, I've spoken at length about my boundaries with social media because I used to have a habit of waking up and going on social media as soon as I woke up, like as I was opening my eyes, (laughs) I would open, um, you know, the app for Instagram. And I do love Instagram. It is a very powerful tool and it has enabled me to connect with so many amazing people. It's just not good for me to go on first thing in the morning. Like I don't feel good when I do that. It doesn't feel healthy for me. It's different for everyone, but for me, it just doesn't feel good. And so that habit of waking up every morning and opening social media while I was in bed, it just, it was a habit that I knew I needed to let go of. Um, (laughs) I know that right now I have a habit of, you know, late night snacking, that one's got to go. We are very much working on that one. And by we, I mean me. So just to be transparent with you, like we all have things that uh, serve us really well that we do regularly. We all have things that can be improved upon. So I just would encourage you to um, get really honest with yourself and actually, you know, put a, put a plan in place for changing some of those unhealthy habits and know that it does take time. You know, we call them habits for a reason. They're habits because we do them without thinking. Um, But it is possible to change them. The first step is just to become really aware of what they are. Now, I also want to chat with you about thoughts and really starting to create a thought narrative that is empowering and that helps us to kind of stay in a place of abundance and trust, which I'm going to chat a little bit more about in a couple of minutes. Um, I really wanted to dive into scarcity and abundance today because I think it's such an important topic and something that I've been doing a lot of research on lately. But before I even go into that, I just want to talk with you about your thoughts because truly like our thoughts create our actions, our actions create our reality. And I'm sure that's a quote that you've heard before. I did not just come up with that on the fly, um, but but it is absolutely true, right? How we think affects how we act. How we act creates our reality and it creates the lives that we end up living. So it all starts in our minds. And similarly to how we need to get really clear on what's serving us and what's not serving us in terms of our daily habits, we also really need to think about um, the thoughts that we think and how we can kind of reframe some of those thoughts. One thing I'm working on right now is when I notice myself having a thought that is rooted in fear, um, or just a thought that doesn't feel constructive. I really try to become aware of it and change it. And it's not to say that it's not going to crop up again. It probably will. But I actually believe, and please know, I am not a scientist. I am not a psychologist. But this is kind of just through my own research and experience. I really do believe that if you catch your thoughts enough and you reframe them over and over again, 
I do believe that you can start to rewire your brain over time. But again, it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of awareness. And it also takes a kind of slowing down and willingness to observe, observe your thoughts. And I'm not someone who meditates super regularly, um, not as much as I probably should, but I have developed somewhat of a habit of noticing my thought patterns much more than I used to five or 10 years ago. And so if you just catch yourself having a thought that doesn't feel productive or, or healthy or constructive, just take a moment to reframe it in your mind. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this as it relates to scarcity and abundant mindset as well. So I became really fascinated with scarcity and abundant mindset a couple of years ago, and I think this will be helpful for you. It, some of you might be familiar with scarcity and abundant mindset. Some of you might not be, but I actually think this is helpful for everyone, whether you are an artist, a creative, or just, you know, anyone who is living in this world, if you're a human on this planet, I think it's important um, to just kind of learn about these things. So when I started researching scarcity and abundance, I noticed that many of the thoughts I was having, especially relating to my underlying health condition, which I've spoken a little bit about recently, or you know, anxiety that I have struggled with throughout my life, especially since I was a teenager, many of my thoughts were actually in scarcity. And so by that, I mean, they were coming from a place of fear. They were not coming from a place of trust. I would have these, and I still do have these intrusive thoughts sometimes that are usually rooted in not feeling like, um, you know, I'm enough or not feeling like things are happening fast enough or not feeling like the work I'm doing is enough. And I think that a lot of people can relate to that. And it's important to become aware of that because the opposite of scarcity is abundance. And so if we can start to reframe some of those thoughts, you know, I'm not enough, my career is not moving fast enough. There are not enough opportunities for me. Um, whatever it might be, right? But it all kind of, you'll notice, is rooted in this idea of enoughness. If you can reframe some of those thoughts, and and I'm actually going to share an activity with you in just a moment to um, help you do this, you can start to kind of change your mindset. And it is a practice. It is something that you will probably need to work on every day. And I'm sure that many of you listening are already taking steps to work on your mindset. But it's interesting how our brains actually have a negativity bias, which is something I'm learning about now too. So you should never feel bad if you have thoughts like this. Uh, you are human. You know, we, we all have thoughts like this. What's important and what's healthy for you is to just think of how you can slowly over time reframe these thoughts and start to reframe your mindset because that actually is going to change your life completely. So there's an, um, an exercise that I want to share with you. It's something that I did recently in my book club, and it really resonated with the members of the book club. And so I thought I would share it on the podcast, and it was super helpful for me too. And it goes like this. So you take 
a piece of paper. It can be blank paper. It can be lined paper. It can be uh, whatever kind of paper <laughs> that you have available. And you want to draw a line down the center. And on one side, you write scarcity. And on the other side, you write abundance. And the first thing you do is you just take a moment to pause and you ask yourself, what thoughts do I have that are rooted in scarcity? So they are usually, again, related to uh, fear, to enoughness, not, not feeling enough, um, enough of something. And they are also usually coming from a place of a lack. So the first one that popped up for me when I did this exercise was I don't have enough time to work on my art, which is something I'm actively working on. I'm One of my big goals for this year is to carve out more time for my own artwork, for my painting. But that is the first thing that popped up. So I then wrote down a few more. It's important to take, I would say, about five minutes to just think of all of the thoughts that come up in your head when you think about scarcity and thoughts that you tend to have on a regular basis that fall under that category of scarcity. Um, so another one that came up for me was, um, I think it went something like, you know, other artists are advancing their careers faster than me. So again, it's this idea of like, what I'm doing isn't enough. Um, but I want you to just, if you do this exercise, write down as many as you can. And just be honest with yourself because I think it might actually surprise you how quickly these uh, thoughts fly into your head. Um, you know, it didn't take much work for me to list these out on the paper, I will tell you that. But what you want to do is once you've written down a fair amount of them, you want to cross each one out and just go one at a time. Cross out that thought. And on the side of the paper that says abundance, right, because it's that column split into, um, it's those two columns, scarcity and abundance. So when you cross out one thought from the scarcity column, you then rewrite it in the abundance column. And when you rewrite it, you change it to really fit more with this idea of abundance, which is trust. It is trust that you have enough, that you are enough, that the work you are doing is enough, that there are enough resources for you, enough opportunities for you, and that you are safe and secure. So the best way that I can kind of define uh, in my own words, scarcity and abundance, is scarcity is feeling like there's a lack of resources, opportunities. There's a lack of safety and security. Whereas abundance, there, there, is so, there are so many opportunities for you. There are so many resources for you. And you are safe and you can trust and you are secure. Um, and when I say you can trust, I mean it's safe for you to trust yourself and it's safe for you to trust um, the world around you. That's true abundance in my in my eyes. So when you rewrite these thoughts, for example, um, I don't have enough time to make my art. I crossed that one out and I changed it to, I trust that if I intentionally carve out windows of time, I will make progress towards reaching my art career goals. 
that sounds a little bit wordy, but that is what came up for me. And, you know, when I looked at it that way, when I thought, okay, if I intentionally carve out time, you know, windows of time throughout the day, throughout the week, I can and I will make progress towards the goals that I have for my art career. It actually felt really good to read that because it also showed me that it doesn't have to be so black and white. You know, there is a gray area. You don't have to be an artist or an entrepreneur. Um, you don't have to be a mom or an artist. Like you can be both. It's just, it's not easy, but it is possible. And so when I was rewriting some of these um, these thoughts that were rooted in scarcity, it just opened up my mind to realize that, you know, it, things are more possible, there are more possibilities, I should say, than I even realize sometimes. I just have to be a little bit more open and I have to just trust in myself, trust in the world around me, and just trust that things are going to work out if I continue to show up and do the work. So I would love for you to try that exercise. I highly recommend it. Again, it was super helpful for me, really, really helpful for the members in my book club as well. And it just, you know, I think that's even an exercise that you can do on a pretty regular basis. And it's not about taking thoughts and making them super positive, right? Because I, I think that toxic positivity is not helpful or constructive for anyone. So it's not about that. It's about acknowledging the thoughts that you're having that are rooted in scarcity, you know, rooted in fear, and really thinking about how you can change them to just be more productive and constructive. And the last thing I want to chat with you about is investing in yourself. And I want to share a quick story with you. I think that before I go into my story, I think that it's really important to find the areas of your art practice that are worth investing in and to remember that you as an artist are always worth investing in. So what I mean by that is when we start our art careers, or for me, when I started my career as an entrepreneur, which was only three years ago, there were so many things I did not know. And I decided to invest in a coach. Um, and I'll share that story with you in a moment. But I had to really, um, to even invest in that coach and in the program that she was offering, I had to really um, trust myself that I was worth investing in. Uh, it's interesting what comes up actually when you are faced with a decision to, or an opportunity, I should say, to invest in yourself. Because for me, a lot of self-doubt and self-worth issues came up. But luckily, I was able to um, really lean into my trust in myself to help me make the decision to invest in that program. And I, I trusted that if I did that program, which was a very, very big financial expense for me at the time, that I would be able to pay it off, which I did, and that it would help me launch my business, which it did, and that it would also help um, to just kind of change my life, which it certainly did. And it was a really difficult decision to make. I, at the time, 
did not know how I was going to financially invest in this program. But I did have a strong gut feeling that the coach who was leading this um, three-month one-on-one program would be able to really, really help me. Um, And she did. I mean, it was actually, I would say, the best decision of my life. (laughs) Uh, It was completely transformational for me. But I had to work through some blocks that I had. It was very nerve-wracking to invest that much financially um, up front and kind of take a chance. But I also really believed that I would show up and that I would do the work and that I would um, apply all of the tools and skills that she taught me to building my business. And I did all of those things. And it was just an incredible experience. So what I want to say to you is this. If, if you want to level up this year and invest in yourself and invest in your art career, I would say go for it because the years are just flying by. And I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm just saying that because it's true. And when you make a decision to invest in yourself, it's really, really beautiful what happens. The artists who um, who I mentor, who invest in me as their coach, you know, they show up and I show up. And with both of us showing up and giving 100%, I see the incredible transformation that takes place with every single artist that I work with. And having also had now two coaches or mentors in my life, um, I can tell you that being on both ends of it, um, you know, making the decision to invest, it's just a really, really beautiful and very powerful thing. It's a life-changing thing. So if there is a program you want to invest in, if there is a course or a workshop that you want to take, um, if there is something big that you want to do this year that you have a hunch is going to help you and help to propel you forward, then this is the time. You know, I think that this is the best time to do that. So anyway, I hope that this episode has been helpful and that you will try some of these strategies. They've been really wonderful for me. I cannot wait for you to tune in to these amazing episodes that we have coming up. I'm so grateful for your support. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for following me on this journey. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in and supporting our platform. To learn more about New Visionary Magazine, head over to visionaryartcollective.com magazine. You can order individual copies on Amazon or subscribe annually to Digital Issues. We also have opportunities to get featured in the magazine, so be sure to join our newsletter and follow us on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes or tag us on Instagram. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.